Hey, yo, to the Irish out there, the Irish ladies and gentlemen, the Irish, the fellas, the fellas, the fellas, happy St. Patrick's Day, happy corned beef, national, national corned beef and cabbage day. Yeah, you know your boy on the YouTube version. He had to put the nice, the nice slick black hoodie on right now. Ooh, we had to get that chain popping. We had to, we had to, even on the day of the Irish, even on St. Patrick's Day, we still had a rep for us guidos out there, if you will. All us good fellas, oh, we had a rep for all them motherfucking guidos out there. But what are you going to do? How you doing today? Welcome to Wednesday, a massive slate where it's 10 games and there's just a shit ton of injury news where every single team seems to be saying, you know what? We've had a rough week. Hump day, yeah, we're going to be taking off. We're going to be taking off today, so we got to get through all that shit first. But we'll get through all that injury news very quick. We'll be live later today at around 4.15, 4.30 East Coast time, breaking down this slate. And we'll also be live around 1 p.m. talking about some yaff. We'll be talking Yalf at 1 p.m. for the Honda Classic. So live a couple times today. You get to see this mug. You get to see this fucking mug, this fucking chain another time. So hopefully you all having a lovely, lovely day. We're breaking down the injury news. Like, subscribe, do those things. And we're breaking down the top 12 plays of the day right now. And it's tough. It's tough because I'll be honest with you. Most days, 12 plays, I, it's kind of tough to get uh, the 11th and 12th on there because they kind of look like the rest of the guys. Today, just like yesterday, there was a ton of value. Today, there's already an insane amount of value, right? A loaded, loaded amount of value that's only going to increase. So let's quickly get through the injury news right now. Let's schmack ya. Schmack ya. Schmack ya with it right now. And let's get into it. So the Rockets. Oh, okay. Well, the Rockets are just something else. This fucking Rockets team, man. They're on the back-to-back tonight. John Wall's expected to miss already. Victor Lodipo is not expected to play. David Nawab is out an extended period of time. I still doubt. It's still doubtful that they're going to be having Christian Wood out there. So right now, this Rockets team has nine bodies if. That would be if Ben McLemore and Daniel House return today, who both missed yesterday. So if they want to play a game today, one of those guys has to return, if I'm doing my math correctly. One of those guys has to return unless Kurus returns out of nowhere, which he hasn't played in weeks, and there hasn't really been an update on Rodnis, Rodonis Kunos, the former Brooklyn Nets. So we'll have to see what happens there. The Rockets are all over the place right now, but yeah, their best players are all out. Oladipo and Wall are expected to both be out today, so shout out Kevin Porter Jr., and shout out the only guys who actually actually, actually suit up today. OG Ananobi for the Raptors is out. You have Pascal Siakam questionable, and Fred Van Vliet is going to be doubtful today. For the Pistons, just a couple of depth pieces for the most part. Dennis Smith Jr. is questionable, Wayne Ellington doubtful, and Rodney Magruder questionable, but they're down a decent amount of bodies as well. Monty Morris is out for Denver. It's led to a little bit more run for P.J. Dozier and Campazzo, both playing around the low 20s and minutes right around there. DeRozan remains out for his personal matter. The Miami Heat. Miami Heat also have a bunch going on today. Andre Godawa, Mo Harkless, Avery Bradley, some depth pieces, but those depth pieces like Iggy play 18 minutes or so in the game. They're all going to be missing today. Jeremy Lamb is questionable for the Wizards. The Washington Wizards today. Davis Bertans is going to be probable and Rahul Nato is going to be questionable. A big old piece of news right here because yes, very underrated big old piece of news because Serge Ibaka is questionable. They're going to be facing, I believe, Dallas for the second straight game. In that last game, you saw Vichas Zupak play 35 minutes in that game. If that happens again, same team, same place, same time. If Serge Ibaka is out, big news right there. And Hassan Whiteside remains out. What I'm bumped. Nobody really cares about Hawan. Hassan. Hawan. Hawan. Whiteside news. The Hassan Whiteside news. So we'll get into the top 12 plays. Number 12 is somebody that, you know, even though he's very cheap, I'm still kind of hesitant on. So it's Daniel Tice from the Boston Celtics who played last night. Second night of a back-to-back. This is if Tristan Thompson was to miss again. Tristan Thompson did not play on Tuesday because of COVID protocols. So my guess would be that he's not playing today in the back-to-back, but we'll have to see. But here's the thing about Daniel Tice. His price point is very cheap at 4100 You're going to look at Daniel Tice yesterday and a lot of people might say, oh, let's just insert him right into our power forward spots today because he scored 39.75 fantasy points yesterday. 
yesterday, but keep this in mind. Yes, he had a double-double. That is good to see. He also shot 13 times. He shot 7 of 13, 54%. That's more attempts and better percentage than he normally has. But the bigger thing here is that he had six assists. This is not an assist percentage player, right? So at 4,100, his price point stays the same as yesterday. That's why he is appealing because hopefully, hopefully we can get this starting uh, spot out of him. They started Semi Ojale yesterday for Tristan Thompson. Daniel Tice started yet again. But if a lot of people go to it, he's a guy that I can get off of because he shot well, he got volume, and he had six assists. And I'll pull up right now, add more funds. You can track this down below. It's a free site if you just want to look at on-off tools. But you can see right here is Daniel Tice, and you can see in this column right now is his assist percentage. So that's his assist percentage, 8%. 8% assist percentage, having six assists in 23 minutes is clearly an outlier. Normally, that's going to get you one to two assists. And oh yeah, Daniel Tice in his last four games combined has had two assists. That's more like it for Daniel Tice. So expect one to two assists today, which means you're dropping out right away just immediately on like six to eight of the fantasy points that he had in that game. So Daniel Tice, because he remains so cheap, if there's no Tristan Thompson, is a top 12 play today. But I want to make you aware of the red flags if, 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 if there is ownership that comes in on him. The number 11 play today is going to be Keldon Johnson. And I get it. People are like, why are we going back to the Keldon Johnson train? Because the minutes are there. This is now back-to-back games when the minutes are there. One of them was not realized because of a blowout. In that last game, it was realized he got to 32 minutes. They still have no DeRozan. They still have no Aldridge. They still have guys that don't play full minutes all the way yet there like Rudy Gay because he's just old at this point. And I don't expect Keldon Johnson to only shoot four of nine, right? I expect Keldon Johnson to start taking more shots. I don't expect Keldon Johnson to only have one assist in a game. So Keldon Johnson in 32 minutes that last him out scores 20 fantasy points in a game where he could not be more irrelevant in that game. This is a strong player. This is a 0.95 fantasy point per minute producer so far this season. People are going to sleep on him today because they're going to see, uh, he finally got the minutes. No, he's been getting the minutes, right? 24 minutes the game before that, but they lose by 35 to the Sixers. He was going to play 30 plus minutes in that game if you kind of don't, if you kind of take out the blow just based on what he played in the first half of 15 minutes. He's an appealing play today. He's even appealing at a 1.75x multiplier in Superdraft, but I like Keldon Johnson because yes, I know that Daniel Tice will pick up some ownership if Thompson is out. I know there's going to be a lot of guys from Houston picking up ownership today and some other teams. I think that Keldon Johnson should pick up ownership. I think that he's going to project out for me in the upper 20s, if not low 30s today, and he's not going to pick up ownership. People are going to sleep on him. Keep on sleeping. My eyes going to be wide fucking awake. Isn't that the worst when you stay wide awake, though? It's like the worst when you can't sleep in the middle of the night, whether you took a nap in the afternoon, you had coffee too late in the day, you just got the night sweats because you had a badass nightmare that somebody saw you naked and in public on a, on a train station or somebody touched you or something like that, right? Isn't that just the worst when you just can't sleep all night? I'll rest my case. Terrible. All right, to the top 10 we go. And before we get into the number 10 play, which is Mr. DeLon Wright yet again on this sheet because, oh, baby. Oh, baby, is there? There's value galore. Uh, I mean, it's just, I, I hate that these guys continue to be on the sl- same slate together. Harnim, Jokic, Giannis, they continue to be on the same slate. And every single slate, they're just, they're 60 to 70 point burgers. And they're not at $12,000 or 11500 where they should be. For whatever reason, DraftKings can't get these guys over $11,100 this year. And it makes it really difficult on slates like this to not just go and get two of them, just like two days ago when Giannis goes off for 70 plus and Jokic is scoring 60 plus and they're top two scores in the slate and everybody can see it from a mile away. If you're not going double studs these days, I, I really don't know what you're doing. But, but, but let's get into, before we keep going, the sponsor of the show. And the sponsor of the show is going to be Prize Picks. And Prize Picks, if you have not been kicking it with us on these live streams at around 4.15 to 4.30, once news starts to break, it is just a free-for-all on Prize Picks. Yesterday, I made a tweet and I went live. I actually went live on Periscope yesterday, 20 minutes before lock, after we did the live stream on YouTube, just to kind of uh, talk through some stuff as I was updating projections. 
projections. And once Clint Capella got ruled out, John Collins was at a 32. John Collins was at a 32 over under for his fantasy points, right? He scored 46, by the way. And we had him projected for like 40.5, somewhere around 41. And you could have got him at over 32 fantasy points. These don't update immediately. They take a couple of minutes. They, they might not even take five to 10 minutes. In general, they're weaker lines. So what price picks is you can take the over under on single stats, right? Or you can take it on fantasy points like you're seeing on the screen right here. Now, early in the day, they only normally have like eight options for you. Then later in the day, they get to like 40 options on their props board. But this is very appealing to me. It's very, very appealing to me. So obviously you can, you can take advantage of when injury news comes out. You can take advantage of a lot of different things. So what I want to do here is just build an early in the morning one. So I have already done this based on the projections I have today. I want the over on Giannis, somebody who's projecting out for close to 60 points to me. It's kind of appealing for me to get to the over on Harden as well, who's also projecting out for over his 54. But let's go down here to Mr. Colin Sexton. So Colin Sexton is at a 31 and a half over under, and he has been struggling lately. So we'll take the over on Sexton, 31 and a half on price picks. By the way, the really great thing for you watching this is that you can get the $100 match or just up to $100. If you put in 10 bucks, they'll give you 10 back. You put in 20, they'll give you 20 back. They match you 100% up to $100. That is just free money. So if you're like, I only got 25 bucks to spend on something like this, well, you can put in 12 bucks and then they'll match you the other 12 and you got 25. Or if you want to put your 25 in, you just doubled your bankroll. You got an actual legitimate bankroll to play with. People are winning in the Discord. Skyler in the Discord played his first time. 3X is money. People reaching out to me on Twitter as well. Somebody turned, I believe, like $250 into $1,000 already in a week on prize picks. So not bad at all. But yeah, we can flex those two together. We can take over here the over on Giannis and the over on Colin Sexton. You could use that code Sal. It's linked down below in the description. You click that link, use the code Sal on prize picks, and you can take advantage of it. I cannot tell you how soft these lines are, generally speaking. Normally, a couple of these lines will be very weak, and you can take easily the over or the under. Yesterday, it was a pretty easy choice to take the under 40 points for Bam Adebayo, considering the fact that he was not going to be on a minutes limit, but be limited in his stretches. So basically, a minutes limit only got 37 points. That one hit for us as well. So be sure to get on these live streams. Be sure to take advantage of it. If you're a patron right now, you have access to my projections. They're going to virtually transfer over here. There's just a little bit of a difference between assists and blocks. Virtually transfer over. You should be taking advantage of that. Check it out down below. The number 10 play on the day now, numero Diaz, is going to be DeLon Wright, who's somebody I continue to go back to. Now, sadly, he's not shooting guard eligible anymore. 5,800, the price point is slowly coming up, right? It was 55, then 56, but he's playing the minutes. I'm going to project him for 32 minutes. I'm going to project him for over a fantasy point from a minute producer. Now that we know that there's some other guys that just aren't there anymore. I mean, like Derek Rose, not even on the team. Also, he's still hurt with the Knicks and just some other guys that are going to be out today, Detroit down a couple of bodies. So there's a really good chance DeLon Wright could play 34, 35 minutes before the all-star break, before he got hurt. You were getting 35, 36, 37, 39 minutes in four to the five games before the all-star break. And DeLon Wright, here's the bigger thing about him. These last couple of games, he's just not shooting well. He's just not getting everything that he can out of it, right? This last game, he shot four of 11, so just 36%. I expect DeLon Wright to shoot a little bit better than that. Just pulling up again on add more funds, DeLon Wright this season, you can see this first column is his effective field goal rate, 52.5. Not great, but a lot better than the 36 he had last game. So obviously that was an outlier. He just shot poorly and a 56.8% true shooting percentage. He also has about a 26% assist rate. So that gets you there in some other games, like he had eight assists in that last game. Basically, here's the thing. If he gets you his assist rate, if everything clicks for DeLon Wright, right? He plays the minutes, which seem likely. He gets a shot attempts. He actually makes them 50% of his shots or so, and he gets you the assists. DeLon Wright is going to be securing, even if he doesn't play 35 minutes, just 32, 35, 36 fantasy points. Once he starts playing 35, 36 minutes, he has 40 point upside rather easily. So he's getting this slow price bump as he's shooting poorly, but even when he's shooting poorly, he's still been getting you there at over 30 fantasy points, over 31 and a half in back-to-back -back games. Our number nine playing the day is going to be Will Barton, somebody that I just can't stop but get back to. So you have no Monty Morris today. So Will Barton continues to get this minute security. He's small forward eligible, which is another guy in this top 12 that's small forward eligible that is very surprisingly small 
small forward eligible because he plays power forward, but Will Barton plays small forward, but Will Barton's minutes are the biggest thing here. Monty Morris being out now, yes, it helps PJ Dozier, it helps Campazzo, maybe it helps RJ Hampton whenever he will return, but Will Barton has seen a major minutes increase and an elevation to his floor. Earlier, like a month or a month and a half ago, he was only playing like 26 minutes a game, 28. Now he's firmly in the 30s, right? He's played 36, 34, 30, 30, that 30 minute game came in a blowout, 31, 36, and 39 minutes. His shot attempts are going even higher because he's playing more minutes, right? Instead of shooting eight or nine times, he shot in the last three games, 16, 17, and 14 times, scoring 43, 34 and a half, and 35.75 fantasy points. There is something to be said about Monty Morris being out. Look, it's not going to give Will Barton 10 or 15 more minutes, but it takes him from playing 30 minutes to maybe getting him to 34 minutes. And that security and that different type of four more minutes of play for a guy who averages 0.85 fantasy points per minute is pretty massive when his price point is staying stagnant, right? This guy has been priced at 5,400 a couple games back. He continues to score over 30 points, scored over 40 points last time out, and he's still priced at 5,400 in a quality matchup against Charlotte today. We have the small forward eligibility. Will Barton is my number nine play on the day. Number eight is that power forward who is small forward eligible. This is assuming that Torian Prince remains out and Kevin Love remains out, right? I believe Kevin Love will remain out. I believe Torian Prince, no updates there on him. He's been out for a while now, will remain out. So if Larry Nance is going to be starting a power forward again, he is small forward eligible. You have to be taking advantage of this. Yesterday, somebody reached out on the Discord. He's like, I'm kind of worried about how much you like Larry Nance today because I was ending up getting like 30 something or, or 46% originally. Then I ended up with like 37%. It worked out for us, right? He was $4,700 yesterday. He scores 34 and a half fantasy points. We cannot sleep on Larry Nance. And even if you go to add more funds or an on-off tool and look at his fantasy points per minute, it's not going to be accurate, right? It's not going to be accurate. So let's do it right now. Let's, let's go to this. And if you look at it, it's going to tell you that Larry Nance is much worse than he actually is. So Larry Nance is right here. And it's going to tell you that he averages 0.81 fantasy points per minute. And it's going to tell you that he only gets a 17.7% defensive rebounding rate. I'm highlighting those on the screen. That is all wrong because most of that time, a lot of that time, a lot of his 731 minutes of play this year has been with Andre Drummond. If we take Andre Drummond off the court, you're going to see those numbers look a lot, a lot, a lot better because Andre Drummond's 40% defensive rebounding rate clearly, clearly is going to hurt somebody like Larry Nance. So when you take Drummond off the court, you get a very small sample because Nance was out for a very long time when Drummond stopped playing. You're getting literally like a sample of that last game, right? So Larry Nance right now, he's going to seem like he only averages 0.8 fantasy points per game. If he's starting at power forward yet again today against a team that in Boston could potentially be smaller today if they start semi Ojale again with a Daniel Tice. Although if Tristan Thompson is out for COVID, I think that there's a chance Robert Williams can start in this game just to get size with Larry Nance and Jared Allen. But $4,700, the price isn't changing. 1.65x multiplier over on Superdraft. This is a very good spot if Kevin Love and Torian Prince remain out because of the fact that he's small forward eligible for a guy that I'm going to project out today. For around 34 minutes, he played 38 minutes yesterday and around a fantasy point per minute, which he averaged well over that yesterday. So Larry Nance, our number eight player. Now to our number seven play in the day, it's going to be KJ Martin. And this is going to be interesting because if just one of Ben McElmore or Daniel House sit, it opens up a lot of upside for KJ Martin in this game. KJ Martin continues to close out games. He closed out yet another game yesterday. So this is pulling a popcorn machine and you can see Martin Jr. His last name right here. He did not start in this game, but yet again, he closed out the game. As I scroll over, you can see this whole red right here. This means that he played this entire fourth quarter when it's red. When it's grayed out, that means they're not on the court. So he played the entire fourth quarter and he actually played five minutes, the final 17 minutes of the game. This is just kind of what KJ Martin's been doing. He's been playing a lot in the second quarter and basically playing the entire fourth quarter. And the game did not blow out. They lost by 12, but it was pretty close up until the last couple of minutes, right? I mean, in this game, Atlanta went on a 15 to 4 run and then a 5 to 0 run to close it out. So you actually had a lead. You actually had this game pretty much tied up towards the middle of the fourth quarter. So it was not a blowout. So I don't think that he got blowout run. He continues to close out the games. KJ Martin continues to be a productive player as well for this team. And now if they're only going to have like at best nine bodies out there, might only have eight bodies out there. He got 30 plus minutes in that last game. I am going to project him for around 30 minutes in this game. Going to project him for around a fantasy point per minute producer. So Martin's going to start to project out for me for like 30 plus fantasy points. Our number six play on the day is going to be the 
DeJounte Murray, and it's as simple as this. The Rosen's still out. Aldridge is still out. The assist percentage goes up. The assist percentage starts to rival the 30% range. He's got a 1.4x multiplier in Superdraft. We fucking love to see that. And you're going to be getting him averaging about 1.2 fantasy points per minute, playing about 33 to 34 minutes today. So that's just going to project out nicely. The price point continues to drop, even though 40 fantasy points seems to be at ease for him if he does indeed play the entire game and get his 33 or so minutes. So what you're getting out of him in that last game scores 42 and a half fantasy points. Hell, if he does that at 7,500, that's not bad at all, right? Game before that, the game blows out, only plays 23 minutes. DeJounte Murray, our number six play in the day, because you still have no DeRozan, you're getting secure minutes and good fantasy points per minute production. Also, not to mention that he's getting Chicago today, a pretty, pretty fine, fine spot. Now let's get into the top five plays. And as we do, I just want to remind you, we do have projections, rankings, player pools. I showed them a little bit on Periscope yesterday. All those tools down below, not only for PGA, well, not only for NBA, but also for PGA golf, for MMA. So check it all out. We also now have an optimizer, which I'm going to be putting on the screen right now. So this is the big energy optimizer. I know it might look, it might look uh, kind of scary because it's so many numbers and letters and things like that, but it's pretty simple, right? You can just put everybody into your player pool right here. Um, you can start to lock players in if you want to. There's some tools to be locking players in. And you can start to change some things like randomness in here. You can start to change some things like the max players that you want from each and every team so randomness the max players that you want from a specific team you can get uniques so there's a lot that you can do in here you can get your max total lineup ownership right here if we zoom in the amount of lineups then you can generate it there's a lot of cool things that can happen from this though right you can start to create player groups saying hey i don't want to get two centers from the same team or i don't want to get at most i want to get two of these guards from the same team right you can start to set some rules to constrict your lineups to get more and more control over it so just putting in some simple rules no advanced groups and just kind of projecting out yesterday's slate yet again we get tomas sadaransky who's a pop-up he looked really good yesterday Oladipo was just basically meh. LeBron had a fine game. John Collins was great. Moses Brown, 50 burger, right? Emmanuel quickly, fine game. KJ Martin, meh, although got the minutes. Montrose Harrell, okay, right? So not a bad lineup just to pop up right away. And then obviously you get all your lineups and towards the bottom, it'll show you your exposures. So we got 90% Moses Brown, which we're going to be taking that. I was like, ah, oh, the optimizer's giving us a lot. Some people are saying it. Um, oh, the optimizer's giving us a lot of Tomas Saransky and Moses Brown. We'll take it though. We'll take it though, based on what that performance ended up being. So you can check that out down below. It adds a lot of overall tools and power to what you can be doing. James Harden at 10,900 is our number number five play look Harden, Giannis, Jokic they're all in play for me right I don't have Jokic on this just spoiler alert but he's in play for me as well I just don't want to keep talking about all the top end guys because I mean they're just that good of plays this is how they're ranking out it's top 12 plays Harden he's been playing 40 minutes in all these games at the very worst you're getting 38 minutes I'm projecting him for 38 minutes around 1.55 fantasy points per minute today and here's the awesome thing about Harden not only is he seeing a 44% assist percentage he's becoming so secure to just drop you 55 plus points and 60 plus points because his rebounding rate without Durant now assuming Durant's out again today is up to 25% now so not only is he scoring, taking the shot attempts, hitting, hitting, hitting his threes like normal, getting to the free throw line, 44% assists, and now a 25% defensive rebounding rate. It's just so hard for him to fail when he, when so much is clicking. If he doesn't get the assists, well, he's got the rebounds, the three-pointers, the shot attempts, right? If he doesn't get that, then he has the, the, the assists, right? It's just so crazy for how productive and how many outs he has to his game. Our number four play is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Look, Giannis Antetokounmpo playing 36 minutes is a problem. He's played 36 minutes in three out of his last four games. The only game he didn't, he still dropped like fucking 50 plus fantasy points because of a blowout where he only played 30 minutes. He gets Philadelphia without Embiid today. I like it. I like it a lot. I like Giannis a little bit more than Harden. We're taking, like we said on prize picks today, we're taking the over Giannis 55 points because I have him projecting out for around 60 plus points right now. So we'll be taking that. Honestly, if you want to take the over on Harden's 54 right now, I also like that, but I'm going to wait for more stats to come out in the day. So you can check that out down below. But Giannis, there's not much to break down here. He's going to play big minutes. If he plays big minutes, and I think likely will if the game stays close, his 36 minutes at 1.7 fantasy points a minute is just absolutely insane. The number three play on the day for you, the ladies and gentlemen, the fellas, 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 and Mr. St. Patrick himself, Ivica Zubak. He doesn't pop up all that often. This is clearly, clearly assuming that you're not going to be having Serge Ibaka out there. And yesterday or two days ago in the last game, they got to face Dallas. They're playing them again, right? This is just a COVID schedule, playing teams in kind of back-to-back games. So now you're getting, if there's no Serge Ibaka, who's dealing with a back injury, by the way, so not something that's just easy and quick to come back from in like two or three days, 
depending on the significance, especially for an older player who's a center. So if he is out, you're going to be get Avicii Zubak projecting out for me for around 30 minutes or so, maybe even a little bit more than that. Zubak so far this season is averaging 1.02 fantasy points per minute, and he has 815 minutes this year, basically all his minutes with Serge Ibaka off the court. You're getting about a 24.5% defensive rebounding rate. You're getting about a 16% usage rate. You're just getting a quality producer who's now way too cheap at 4,500 and starts to become a priority at the center position. This is why it's a little bit easier to maybe not get away from a Nikola Jokic, but you have some cheap center value already, just like you did yesterday with Moses Brown. Now you already have cheap center value in Avicii Zubak, if no Ibaka, and Daniel Tice, if no Tristan Thompson. The double-double upside will definitely be there for Zubak, who takes a lot of easy shot attempts and should honestly be shooting probably somewhere around like 70% today because of how close he shoots to the basket. His true shooting percentage on the season is 70.4%, which is just nuts. Our number two play of the day, somebody who yesterday, the optimizer loves 70% we got from the optimizer, $3,800. The price point's still not high enough, assuming that he's going to continue to start now. And that is going to be Tomas Sadaransky, and we already talked about it. We have already talked about what Tomas Sadaransky is doing yesterday, so there's not much time we have to spend here. He played 30 and a half minutes yesterday. He actually lost a minute and a half because of the blowout, so should have played 32 minutes. And the thing for Tomas Sadaransky, the reason why we like him so much as a value play is, yes, he started. So he's starting as a point guard. That's fantastic to see. But the assist percentage, the assist percentage is what we hung our hats on, right? And you can see it on the screen right now. I'll highlight Tomas Sadaransky right here, and then I'm going to zoom in. This is his assist percentage, 27.6. What does that mean? Well, like a good assist percentage is the second it hits the 20s. A really good is in the 30s. An elite is like James Harden in the 40s, right? 27.6% is a great out to your game. So when you're just shooting half decent and you're getting like eight points for us, but then you're able to get eight assists like Tomas Sadaransky was yesterday, well, there's an extra 12 points out of nowhere that a lot of other guys can't do because they don't have a quality assist percentage. So he gets you those seven, eight assists. He gets you those extra 10 to 12 points. He's only scoring you 10 or 12 points in the game, real life points, but he's getting you there up into the 30 fantasy points back-to-back games because of that assist percentage. Now, our number one play is going to be Kevin Porter Jr. And look, there's going to be no wall in El Depot as that's what the expectation is I expect 38 plus minutes. He played 41 minutes yesterday with a lot of guys out. Now Oladipo's out. I'm expecting 38 plus minutes. I'm honestly expecting some massive fantasy point per minute. We only have a 61 minute sample with Kevin Porter Jr. on the Rockets without John Wall and without Oladipo, right? In that sample, he's averaging 1.31 fantasy points per minute. Now, obviously that's only like a two game sample, but it's all that we have. I'm probably not projecting him for 1.3, but I'm not fully against it. But if I project him for 1.2 to 1.25 fantasy points per minute, and I give him, let's just say we project him, let's put the difference. Let's say 1.22 fantasy points per minute at 38 minutes today again i think he can play more he's going to start to project out for like 45 to 46 fantasy points for me at just 6800 the price actually drops now right so assuming that the rockets can field eight men today kevin porter jr is our top play in the day he continues to be something that we get to because this houston team just continues to not play fellas so thank you for tuning in today hit the like and subscribe before you go we'll be live today at 1 p.m for some golf talk take your questions to Q&A and also live at about 4.30, 4.15 p.m. East Coast time to discuss with all of you. Take your questions and finish up this slate based on the news that is breaking. You all rock. I appreciate you for tuning in. Be sure to support the sponsor of the show. We'll be talking about price picks more in the live stream later once all of their other props drop out, but we already have the over on Giannis 55 and the over right now on Colin Sexton at 31 and a half. So use that code SAL in the link below to get advantage or take advantage of that free money bonus up to 100 bucks. Check out the optimizer and some of the other tools that we were showing throughout the video. Link down below on Patreon. Patreon dot com backslash sal underscore battery underscore you are rocking i'll see you in the next one pop your chains out there if you just don't care dance around in the air if you just don't care i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but we out here